Hello and welcome to the Small Business Cheerleader Podcast. I'm Nicola from NW Marketing and I'm joined today by the lovely Lauren McLeod and we're going to be talking about intuitively led business. And now let's fill everyone in on what you are and what you do. Let everyone know. Hi, um, as you said, my name is Lauren McLeod. I am a pregnancy, birth and postpartum doula based here in Perth. And I um, support parents and birthing people through their journey um, to become parents, whether it's their first time or their fifth. Um, I usually support people right through their pregnancy, attend their birth and then work with them postpartum as well to get them adjusted to new parent life. Um, and yeah, it's a really, really amazing job. And I still, I feel weird calling it a job because I love it so much. I just like, yeah, I feel like, how is this, how is this work? I just, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, really yeah. Cool. It just lights you up and that's what yeah. I, you can tell straight away. And that's what I think when we're talking about intuitively led business, it's what lights you up and what can really guide you in a way that gets you to your, you know, your greater self, what you really want to do in life. And that's what we're going to chat about today. And um, I just wanted to really run past how your intuition can help you in business. So we want to talk about how you can use these skills to help you in your small business. So how have you used that um, when it comes to running your own business? Well, in my time uh, as an adult, I've, I've run a few different businesses. Um, I've always been the sort of person that I kind of I struggle working for someone else and having a job. I, I feel like a lot of small business owners can relate. Um, and the other ones I've had, I enjoyed them at the start, but then it was kind of like, oh, like things just didn't really feel good. Like I was just kind of doing it because I'd started and I was like, well, I've started this now. I've got to keep it going. Like, you know, but then, uh, but then, after a while, I was just kind of like, I just can't, I can't do it. And then when I decided to become a doula, it's just, everything's just sort of felt right. And being a doula, um, there's no right or wrong way to do it. Like it, we've got a really great community of doulas and birth workers in Perth and we're all so individual and we support our clients in such individual ways. So I feel like that is, it's so important to use your intuition when you are in particularly this line of work because, yeah, it's just so individual. And in, you know, any small business it's so important because if you're, if you're just doing things in your business because you feel like you should or, or even if you're running a business because you feel like you should, it's just not going to flow nicely. It's not going to feel good and you're not going to enjoy it and you're going to burn out and that's just not good for anyone um and even in just the smaller parts of running a business as well it's so important to really tune into your intuition and feel like things that even just small things like oh like is this um course I'm about to invest in or something like that does this feel good um and or even like this service that I'm offering or this product that I'm creating does that feel good do I like am I really passionate about this but if something feels a bit off then it's okay to be like Actually, no, not going to do that. So that's yeah. 100, that's 100%. Now explain a little bit more about what a doula does so that those that aren't aware, um, how does that work and how does that fit in with how you as a person run and how you've uh, become aligned with that? How does, how does that come together? So basically a doula is a good way to describe a doula is so a midwife takes care of the waist down on a pregnant person 
and a doula takes care of the waste up. So I am, there's kind of, yeah, kind of a good way to describe it. So uh, in a nutshell. Um, so basically I am a um, emotional, uh, practical, um, physical support person for a pregnant person, usually just beginning during their pregnancy and then I'm with them during their birth and then at postpartum, through postpartum as well. So I will do things like um, bring meals to them during pregnancy and particularly postpartum when they're tired and looking after a new baby. Um, and I will help during pregnancy, I help them create their birth plan. I call it a birth map. Um, and I yeah, help them prepare for birth, um, educate them about the physiology of birth and really just support them to get the birth that they want, whatever that looks like. So it doesn't have to be like a home water birth. It could be um, a, like a, just a hospital birth or a um, even a scheduled C-section, whatever that birth looks like for that person, whatever their, like their um, dream birth is, I want to help them create that. And if, as we know, birth is unpredictable, anything can happen. I guide them to creating that birth map so that they can um, uh, like think about all of the potential paths that birth can take and to make those decisions about these potential pathways that their birth can take in advance before they are in labour and then something unexpected happens and they haven't thought about it. They're like, oh, my God, what do I do? Um, so... Yeah, and then in postpartum and then during birth, I'm there. I'm supporting them. I'm supporting their partner if they have one. Um, you know, everything from doing hip squeezes to setting up the fairy lights to filling up their water to um, making sure their partner's got a coffee and anything like that really looks different for every birth. Um, reminding them that they've got this, reminding them of their wishes, things like that. And then in postpartum, it's really supporting them to um, on this brand new journey into parenthood. As I said, whether it's the first time or the fifth time, every time is different and there's new challenges um, that arise. So just really supporting them. And, um, yeah, particularly with breastfeeding, I'm very passionate about breastfeeding and, um, yep. yeah, have a few little things in the pipeline in regards to that. Um, I love it because... I love that because I wasn't aware. I back, um, obviously, my children now 15 and 16, but um, I wasn't aware of the presence of such a thing. I'd heard of it, but I didn't know how it matched in with, with anything I was doing. And now to see it in action and hear you talk about it and to explore it more, it really is like having someone in your corner, isn't it? You're not alone on this journey. And sometimes, especially breastfeeding, can be so difficult when you come out alone if you don't have that somebody. And you've already built up that relationship, obviously, through the pregnancy into the birth and then postpartum. So you're that trusted person when it comes to advice. Yeah, that's so right. Yes. And yeah, with breastfeeding, it's such it's a brand new skill that not only the parent but the baby is learning. So it's a huge deal and there's just really not enough support available for um, breastfeeding parents to, to access. Um, and so many people um, give up breastfeeding when they don't really want to because they just don't have the right support. So, yes, yeah, something I'm yeah very, very passionate about. <laughs> I love that. And I really do hope that there's more resources that you can start putting um, together from because you are so passionate about it. People can see that. And when they are looking for that help, they know that there's somebody who's got their back um, 
through all of it because it is so hard when you get to that stage I know when I had my youngest he had um, reverse reflux and he would just scream every time he was breastfed and it was just so heartbreaking to try and figure out how to get through that because I too was passionate about keeping it going so it would have been so great to have somebody who wasn't you know your mom or someone th- telling you what they think you know you should do yeah. whereas it's nice to have someone who said listen and really guide you um, so when we're talking about intuition so how have you found that leading uh, your business with intuition to avoid burnout? We, we touched on it briefly before, um, how not being aligned can somehow lead to burnout. Have you, what have you found in that regard, either with people you've dealt with or just yourself in business? Well, I found, um, so I started, I did my training as a doula when I was pregnant with my second baby. So I yeah, did my training and then I went through her pregnancy and had, had her. And then I did my first birth when she was four months old. So that was, um, yeah, like 14 months ago, um, thereabouts. So, um, yeah, and my oldest is four. So I have two quite small children who need me a lot. And I feel like if I was all up in my head and like, okay, I need to do two births a month. I'm going to make this amount of money. I've got to do work on these days and these days and I'm going to work when the kids are asleep and all this sort of stuff. It's just, that's just not sustainable. And I just, like my intuition just told me that. And I, like when I started my business, I was like, okay, so I'm going to get one birth client every month. I want to do that. That'd be good. Like I'll be able to do that. And I have all this, that consistent money coming in, things like that. But then when I took a step back and got out of my head, we were like, actually, like, yes, one birth client a month is like the maximum. But if that doesn't, I'm not going to go out and chase it. Like I am trusting that my dream clients will find me and it's not in anyone's best interest for me to be going out sort of like chasing people and like having like, um, specials and like things like that and like being like hey like I'm available this month like someone hire me like things like that so yeah just really like getting out of my head and just into my body and thinking like feeling into it and just yeah feeling like what feels good for me at this point in my life because I'm a mum first like I'm a mum and a person first yeah, 100%. um and, and that's yeah and the thing is to also to stop you mentioned and you touched on it before the rules we all feel Mm -hmm. there are these rules that this imaginary person puts in our head that we have to do a certain way and what happens is when you get stuck like you said in your head attending to these rules you don't lead with what feels right and when you go with what feels right it comes across it comes across in your energy it comes across in everything you do and say and that will intuitively attract aligned people to you and I think we forget that we forget that our energetics play such a huge role in business and we get stuck in this I must post four times a day and I must do 20 reels and I must do this and I must do that otherwise I will not succeed and we forget in the fact that that alone is an energy drain if it's not aligned and people will see that you will feel it and you won't love your business and the most important thing is to love it so that people feel it and want to be part of it. Would you feel that's something that that you've you've leaned into? Absolutely, definitely. Um, it's yeah, so important. I mean, in any business, but especially the sort of business that I'm in, where I'm supporting people through this really intense period of their life. If I'm not 
enjoying what I'm doing, if I'm not like in a flow state, if I'm not like feeling good about what I'm doing, that's going to come through in my work and I'm not going to be able to support my clients to the best of my ability and that's not fair on them so if I'm at you know I'm caring for a four-year-old and a 17-month-old which is a a lot (laughs) um it and then I'm running a business that's like like full-on with you know two clients every month like things like that just it it would just be too much but that's for me like that's like other people might be able to do that and they might love it. They might thrive off being super busy and things like that. And that's awesome. But for me, I, yeah, I intuitively know that that's not good for me. Like I can't, I, I can't do that. So yeah, it's just, and that's just at this point in my life, uh, things might change in when my kids get older, maybe when they're at school, I might be able to do like one birth a month consistently or even two births a month like it might or, or more maybe maybe not more but well, I mean, that's it. <laughs> we all go through cycles in life yeah because of course when your children are older and they don't need you as much we change and level up our business to suit but when you've got young children I've done it and and most people listening have probably been somewhere involved in that you have to listen to your gut because what will happen is you will hit burnout and it won't be pretty because you will be, you won't pick up those signs to begin with and they will get bigger because your body will tell you and they get to a point where there is no turning back and the, the adrenaline will be all over the place. So you don't ever want to get to that point. If you can listen and you can work through those things, you will be able to get out the other end and grow. But if you burn out, then you very much fall out of love in your business and then it's a shame because what made you, what lit you up in the beginning and what made you start is no longer there. And that's what I think the shame is. So if anything that comes out of today, I'd love them to hear exactly what you're saying. Lean into where you are at whatever part of life you're at and then lean into that intuitive business side and listen. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, because it's just, it's so important to remember that you are a person first. You are you first. You and your business comes second, third, fourth, like it's not your number one. So whatever, if you're just working yourself to the bone because you think you should or you have uh, like expectations from other people coming in and it's just not feeling good, it or even if you're not working yourself to the bone but you're doing something that you're not, that doesn't light you up and doesn't feel good, then, yeah, it's, you're, not, you're no good to anyone if you're not, yeah, looking after yourself and doing what you want to do. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it always comes down to making sure that you have a viable business and making sure that you are doing um, something for your family and the greater good, but you need to ultimately make sure it's not hitting a point where there is no return. So there has to be that balance between making sure you're making money, making sure you've got a viable business and you have clients that are happy, but also making sure that you're not doing that at the peril of everything else. Uh, which we tend to get into that hustle mindset. And uh, that's where the damage can happen. If the hustle mindset is not run by you, it tends to be run by external forces. And then you're never going, I mean, people hustle, as you said, hustle easily if they're aligned and they feel like they're really making a difference in the world. But when you're just hustling for the sake of it, I think that's when people start to get a bit out of kilter with everything. Um, So what advice would you give someone who would like to start uh, you know, tuning into the intuition a bit more in their business? What have you found would be the tips that you'd give people? 
I think probably number one um, in this current um, society that we're in is to just take a break from social media. I think that's a big one because I myself am very guilty of falling into the comparison trap. Yeah. I'm sure so many others are. And if you're constantly looking at what everyone else is doing, you're not going to like be able to tune into what fit, what lights you up, what you want to do. So yeah, taking a break from social media, even if it's just for a day or like from when you finish dinner or from before dinner and then for the rest of the night, even just something as small as that, taking a break from looking at whatever everyone else is doing really just gives your mind like almost like a clean slate sort of thing to let your intuition be heard. Um, and even, you know, even to take it a step further, turn off the TV as well. Like, you know, in the evenings, just go like go outside and just sit and look at the stars or something like that. Go or go outside during the day and just lay on the grass and, you know, go for a walk on the beach, something like that with no like no TV on in the background, no nothing, no music in on your headphones, just really just quiet and let your own thoughts come through because it's so hard for a lot of us because we're so used to just constantly having all this stimulation and something like we're listening to something all the time or we're watching something all the time. And, yeah, it kind of makes it hard for our intuition to be heard with all that outside noise. So, that's, yeah, that's definitely number one tip. <laughs> oh, I 100% agree. I, I saw someone the other week was saying in regards to social media, they tend to have stopped following people in the same industry and started to follow uh, other things that inspire them so that they're getting what feels like their own inspiration, not that comparison trap of scrolling and having to be, um, yeah, seeing what others are doing and trying to keep up. Even though we don't think we're doing it, it tends to happen unconsciously. So to sort of get out of that and find other people out of other industries that inspire you, which can then allow you to put together your own take on what it is lights you up. Because we tend to follow people in the same industry and then all we see is consistent stuff about the same things. And we think, oh, they're doing that. Maybe I should be doing that. Whereas intuitively, we haven't reach that point and it's probably not for us but we feel like we should do it the rules makers do it so I'm 100% for that um for me it's hard I still stay on there I try to get off it and I do have times now then I I'm better put it that way I think even if you take small steps towards it like you said even if it's a few hours at night you're going to get some clear air to get your brain to think of its own version of what you want to do yeah, exactly. That's so right. And yeah, another tip would be to just when you're doing things in your business, even if it's like answering emails or um, uh, editing your website or whatever it might be, to just tune into how you feel when you're doing these things. And like, for example, if you're if you have an email from a client to reply to, think like, okay, how am I feeling about replying to this email? Um, like, does this feel like, am I enjoying communicating with this person? Like, is this like, is this really, is this lighting me up? Is this, is this person my dream client? Um, and, you know, or are they not? Maybe they're not. Um, and yeah, even just other stuff like, um, you know, when you're doing your accounts, things like that, like that and tuning into intuition in, while doing those sorts of tasks that could potentially be outsourced as well 
if you're doing your accounts and things like that and you're thinking, oh, God, I really hate this, or if, you, or if you're not doing your accounts like me <laughs> and you leave it for months and then all of a sudden you've got a massive pile of receipts to consolidate, um, think like, okay, maybe is my intuition telling me it might be time to start, try, potentially outsource this? So, yeah, like just, yeah, like taking a minute while you're doing tasks in your business, even it could be the smallest things, to just take note of how you feel. Like it doesn't have to be a huge thing. You don't have to like go and, you know, journal for half an hour or anything like that. You could just take a moment just be like, okay, how am I feeling? Am I enjoying this right now or am I not? So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's true because we forget. We think that we have to do everything in our business, which, yes, I know when we're starting up it does, you know, outsourcing seems scary because it involves Mm -hmm. an outlay of money. But if you think about that energy drain that can be coming as you say, from doing those tasks, that alone is putting you in a mindset which is not going to allow you to go out and show up as the the person that you should be showing up as. So those little things, as you're saying, that can gradually day by day drain your energy, you need to really assess, as you say, is that something that I can give to someone who loves to do that, that lights them up to do the accounts? Why are we not giving them that opportunity to then allow us, even if it is, you know, a couple of hours, a month or something for someone to help you with bookkeeping, you could then be doing blog posts or videos or something that lights you up, whatever your love is, and people will see that you get more business, et cetera, et cetera. So it's about, yeah, there's a thing called a task audit which sounds very like, you know, very masculine energy, but it's about making sure that you're writing down for a couple of days what you do and then go through it and just say, do I delegate, do I outsource or do I stop doing this? And that alone can give you some clarity and you can sit there and realize, gosh, I really am doing a lot of stuff that's not making me feel the best. And so, yes, maybe I can get a VA to do X, Y, Z, a few hours here and there and it might make that lift off my shoulders and you'll be surprised when you do a task audit the things that you do that you don't think you do there are quite a few of them that uh, you could easily outsource or delegate yeah that's so right absolutely (laughs) yeah so I'd like to see people um, taking a little bit more time out of the hustle and going back into that intuition and as you said especially because you're dealing in people's emotions daily and you're right in the crux of actually really getting down to the the raw vulnerability so you would see that more than anyone about how you can uh, lean into that more to get more out of you um so where can people find out more about you and about what you do and what's the best place for people to um check you out uh well the best place probably my instagram uh, my handle is the.lauren.mcleod um and yeah i hang out there i post stories um i yeah post all sorts of things so sometimes i'll post like breastfeeding tips birth tips um even just stuff about my life my kids things like that because for someone who's inviting me into their birth space they want to know a bit about me who i am so like not just going to be like oh yeah you'll do like <laughs> you need to like me as a person so yeah I do like to share lots of stuff um lots of personal stuff as well as business stuff over there um and yeah if you head to my Instagram that's probably the best place to find me and the link to my website's in my bio as well if you want to find out a bit more information about my services things I offer and anyone is always more than welcome to slide into my DMs for a chat um and yeah I do have a Facebook page as well but it's pretty much like I just share the Instagram posts to the Facebook 
that's what's happening. I think that's what's happening these days. It tends to be Facebook tends to be for groups. Like if you want to have a community to chat, but definitely not the whole posting thing anymore. I've noticed that the last six months, it's really changed. Everyone's like, no, Insta, head over there. That's where I hang out. That's where I really am. And I love all your photos. You've got gorgeous photos on there and you've got lots of great stories with your kids. And I think that again comes back to what we were talking about with showing up as your authentic self because ultimately people are going to find out pretty quick if you're different when you're dealing with them in the capacity you do. So to show up, you're going to be getting people who are aligned with your values, I would think. And I think that makes it so much easier for you in regards to working with aligned clients because people are going to see exactly what you're about on your Insta. They're like, yes, she's for me. No, she's not. And then you're already vetted out half the work. You don't have to do that. You're getting people who are like, I want her. She's talking my language. And that's exactly what I think social media should be about. Yeah, definitely, for sure. (laughs) Providing that. Oh, well, it's been awesome to talk to you because I think people, it's good to see a working example of what that can look like when you do lean in. As you said, after spending time in positions and jobs that might not have been the right mix, to finally be able to say, no, this is me and this is what lights me up and be able to put that out there for people, that's amazing. Because a lot of people are stuck. They don't want to go all in in what lights them up. But I think the difference is if you can make steps towards that it doesn't have to be this big overnight 180 just make steps towards it eventually you will find what it is that that you want to do and what it is that lights you up but being a business owner is hard we know that it's not easy at the best of times so um, we're not preaching anyone to do anything just step by step lean in and listen and your body will tell you if it's on the right path and I think that's what we're trying to say at the end and any last tips before we say goodbye on anything to do with um the intuition in business no I think you I couldn't have said that better myself <laughs> good, it's good. So true. yeah that's it just those small steps doesn't have to be anything massive you don't have to go on a suit like a massive spiritual journey if you don't want to it's just super yeah those little small steps and checking in with yourself every now and then is yeah really important and it makes a difference I love it. I love it. Well, it's been awesome to talk to you. And thanks for coming on the podcast today. I'm going to put all the links to your stuff in the um, the YouTube and also on the show notes for the podcast. So if anyone else wants to check you out, the links will be there. And I appreciate your time and uh, your lovely children. I know they're young and uh, they will. Well, I just love the fact that you spend the time with them and appreciate the fact that you can do both, but lean in and out when you need to. And I think that's the biggest takeaway from here. Definitely. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. No worries. See ya. See ya.